Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got some new Cardinals. The birds on the bats got a back of the rotation. And we're going to discuss all the players that may be traded this winter. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. If you're watching on YouTube, we would be delighted if you hit like and subscribe and help us out in that way. Show is brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake and BBD is producing Trevor Plouf. Not here today under the weather, under a giant cloud of sickness. Jake, how do you do? James Davis, uh, I hope Trev's feeling better i think he's got a case of the irish flu uh, i'm doing well uh city's a mess uh thanksgiving mode full disaster uh necks turkey necks but people's necks are just looking up like the street to walk around the streets you think it's going to be a fist fight uh it's it's tough but that's what thanksgiving's all about so uh and we're Hey, the stove is going that's the good news like we're probably going to get some sick thanksgiving updates we got Couple vet pitchers come off the board. Big reliever contract handed out. Um, and I'm. Did I miss that? Uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Did you miss that? Not Cristiano. Uh, Ronaldo Monday. Lopez. Braves. Three years, thirty million. <laughs> that happened last night. I did miss that. Monday. A few days ago. Damn. Right, right after off we did my the radar. Episode. Second. Or I saw it and didn't register it. Second biggest contract given out. Nola Ronaldo Lopez. So we're uh we're in the thick of it, Jimbo. What's going on over there? Way to go, Ronaldo. Uh yeah, day before Thanksgiving. We have this is a uh a company holiday, so I'm working from home today. And uh I did enjoy walking past the Macy's Day like parade route last night. I last year I missed that when I around this time, I guess. They're setting it up. I was like, damn, this is like a scene. I I get to see it now. I would not want to see it today or tomorrow. Yeah. So I was excited about that. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm excited that it's picking up. Even um, the Cardinals president Mo, what's his name? It's Maz Mosaic. How do you say Mosaic? Mosaic. Yeah, a couple he extra said, letters. I liked there. his quote white right here, Jake. Not about the guys, but I just about the general. Um, offseason he said i think you're going to start seeing more movement in the market so this was definitely reactionary from a timing standpoint so he wanted to scoop these guys up before things started flying off the shelves uh and just kind of get their early ones done with the cardinals but hopefully he's right that's a sign of the times and once thanksgiving is over we get that awesome old school offseason between thanksgiving and christmas which is how baseball kind of used to work and in 2018, with the strike looming and and all the kind of like, um, well, that was the collusion year. I was gonna say I was trying to say one of those words that fluffs it, like all of the, uh, you know, they got caught, alluded collusion. They got caught. I think it's out. The, the owners got in trouble for collusion. No, there certainly was the grievance. But... There's grievances filed, but not about offseason collusion. I don't. I don't think they've been found guilty in a court of law. But, yeah. But open secret stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, 
allegedly. So I'm excited. I think we're going to get a fun Thanksgiving through Christmas. Uh, most free agents usually want to sign by Christmas. And last season, we had a lot of people signing in this period at winter meetings. It was like flying off the shelves. So I hope that uh, Mo in Missouri is correct. Yeah, put that in your rear view, Jimbo. We're, we're on to a new age. We got a new CBA. Uh, you know, last year's winter meetings were, were crazy. And I, I think... I think the action's going to get a head start. Like, Nola's already gone. I, I, I think by the time we get to winter meetings, the cabinets could even be dry a little bit by the end. Which... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I think they'll take Thanksgiving and off. Maybe the Friday after Thanksgiving, something oh, happens. Oh, you know that's such a GM flex, though, when they can come in and be like, all right, look, what, got got the deal done on Thanksgiving. Well, well oh, you guys took off. We. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the passing tweet? out there that Otani is going to hold it against teams if it gets leaked he met with them. Yep. We talked we've talked that on here. But it's official now like that Passon is reporting it and every player doesn't want it to get leaked. It's just that Otani has more power than any other free agent before. Yeah, I mean, I think there's times players want information to leak and agents want information to leak. Yeah, I'm not on their side, yes. Yeah, but basically, every Otani's... player is like, if we hear about it and it's not from our side, we're not going to be happy. He just has so much power that I think it's really happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's use it, use it. And I, I think that's that's when you were saying last episode, you were like, hey, where are these Otani rumors? We haven't even seen the Yankees dangled out. Otani doesn't do that. And I passing laid it out in his article a, a week or two ago that like all of Otani's contract negotiation stuff has been handled silently and quickly. So like, I don't know, we could be an Otani like bomb season. That'd be cool. Passing bomb on Thanksgiving. First week of December. Boom. I don't think they would even want like MLB wouldn't even want. They're so scared of the NFL. I don't think they should be. I think they should just operate separate of the NFL. Well, that's what I'm saying. That that could be the first MLB dunk in a while, like fourth quarter of the Thanksgiving game. Otani news drops. It's one of those things like the broadcasters have to announce it. I don't think they would. I think that the NFL John is so... John Lennon's been shot. Otani it's, signed. It's, it's so much bigger that I don't even think it would like do that. Which was why they're so scared of them. But I think you should just create your own ocean uh, and your own waves. But anyway, uh, that's why I think they'll steer clear of Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving football stinks. What are the games this week? I don't care. Um, so many. Couldn't even answer if I wanted to. Lions, Cowboys, and... Oh, Cowboys play the Commanders. There's three. I think there's three Thanksgiving, or there might be four Thanksgiving and I've, one Black Friday now. I think it's or three in Black Friday. So I think it's half their Black slate. Friday. They just take the space. It's smart. Yeah, they're trying the Black Friday the game. Gross. All right. The Cardinals get two pitchers. The Cardinals were in need of pitchers, Jake, and they get two of them. They sure do. They get your Lance Lynn. Uh, they get Trev's Kyle Gibson. So we kind kind of talking baseballs Cardinals. And yeah, it's the the order of operations is always always funny here. Like the Kyle Gibson, uh, well, Lance Lynn signs first, and you know the whole thing the Cardinals said right around the trade deadline or when their season fell apart is like we need strikeout pitchers. Lance is actually punching more tickets than than he kind of did a couple years ago, and his Dodgers numbers landed okay, but he was he was really bad before that. 
so it's what what can they tap into? Uh, Eno Saris said, you know, Lance Lynn's a prime sweeper guy. We joked about that here and on Wake and Jake that uh, you just have to tell him it's a cutter. And so it's okay. You know, that's a move. The Cardinals were going to need to cover a lot of innings. And then they bring in Gibby. So uh, another veteran. Uh, you know, he was very solid for the Orioles last year. Got a lot of wins. Uh, ERA, uh, what was it? High fours. Uh, and Lance's was high five. So, uh, and both guys are 36. So in a way, not the sexiest signings, although it's two of the sexiest men in baseball. But the Cardinals had a couple things to check off this offseason. One of them is innings, and at least they've like halfway checked that box. Yeah, and Mo had some awesome quotes. If I was a Cardinals fan, I... Uh, actually, if you're a Cardinals fan, like I really want to know how you feel because I know how I would feel about this uh, before... Um, the team talks and then the team talks and they say the things I would want them to say, but I don't know how trusting you can be as a Cardinals fan. Cause I don't know. I'm not familiar with the front office, but he had a pretty transparent phone call with the athletic. So you can read more of these quotes. Um, Katie Wu wrote an article for the athletic, but I did like the one where um, he said the purpose of signing Gibson and Lynn was three prong. You know, so there's three reasons, but he said three prong, which reminds me of friends. And I like that. RIP. Um, one. They are experienced. So they value the experience oh and it's true. These oh guys my. are experienced Two, They eat innings. Just like you said, Jake, and everyone knows. And three, I think they'll help the clubhouse culture. None of those three-pronged reasons are results-driven of their performance, which is interesting. You would want innings, one of the th- innings. Innings, sure, but you can eat innings and not deliver. Right, like, but you've good. been on a big innings kick. I mean, oh, yeah. throughout baseball not, in this offseason. These two signings will be judged by the rest of the Cardinals offseason. That's how I would view it as I'm a Cardinals fan, because he said it's not the first. These are the first steps. We need more. If you go out and get a Blake Snell, Sonny Gray, uh, uh, Yamamoto to be an ace. And then you have uh, Michaelis, Mats, or some, I don't know if they have a young arm that's going to come up. And that's your like rotation to start the year. You need a an ace still, the way you've been talking about this. You need to go out and get like a dude dude. So if they do that, I kind of like these. The order of operations always makes you very suspect as a fan. The Yankees have pulled this on us a lot. We're like, nah, that's the guy before the guy. And then they never signed someone else. And we're like, what? So he's the guy? Uh, and I think that's where I was on Reddit reading the Cardinals subreddit a little bit. And that seems to be where they stand. And some people are happy. Mo came out and said this was the first step, and others are very cynical of it. Yeah, there's there's a funny tweet going around yesterday from a, a Cardinals fan. You know, retweeted that as well, that they – Notes app, they listed out basically all the free agents starting pitchers. Um, they, the categories are tears of joy, amazing, great, good but not ace, good three or four, open to it, no thanks, not watching a single start, and two of the guys on not watching a single start were Gibson and Lance Lynn. Um, so that was kind of one of the one of the initial just kind of cardinal spoof reactions. But, yeah, this this is they needed arms. Um and I I love that I love what they did because they didn't leave themselves 
with a chance to get as hurt at the altar. Like, I, I think their new approach is, we need a one. Uh, we've been talking about a Cardinals trade for with their position players for two years now. So are they going to cash in some chips for Corbin Burns or Glass now uh, or, you know, Dylan Cease or free agency? I think what they've done with this move is they've allowed themselves to play the free agent offseason game that they, they're they not sitting there going, oh, my God, we have to make the move now. Like, you've got your reserves. Now see which one falls to you. Does Snell's market fall out? And he's looking for a home, and you can get a Cy Young winner on a cheaper price than you thought, or or do one of the trade candidates? Do those? Do the Brewers? Do the do the Tampa Bay Rays? Do they like what you have to offer more than other teams? That now you can play that game and not have your hand for. So I I really like I really like that part for the Cardinals. It has to happen. Yeah, I like the part of the culture as well. I think. Uh... Gibby has been great at this. I mean, he's kind of left a wake of good clubhouses now, leaving Texas, and they go on to uh, in there like he was with them in their retooling years, and they go on to win the World Series. And some Texas fans in our comment section were speaking very highly of him, or maybe it was on Reddit. They were saying like, hey, let's not forget what Gibby did for us in those years, just like as a you know culture carrier and, and stability in the clubhouse. And then he goes to the Phillies, not a major part of it, but a winning culture there. And I don't know if he's a, has a big hand in this or not, but it and then the Orioles and they develop a winning culture. And uh, he's talked about like that. And he's a 11 year MLB player now. So I don't know my verse. I Trevo talks highly of him, but I, I I like that bullet point. I think it's important. And he can also eat innings. He led the majors and starts and uh, in starts last year. So yeah. I do like that, but I, they need to be like the, the three, four or the three, four, I guess. Yeah. And it's, I, I think it's open. And I think Cardinals would be the first to say like this, this has egg on its face potential. I mean, Michaelis is 35, Gibby's 36, Lynn's 36, you know, Matt's actually put together a, a, a good stretch of starts at the end of last season. So if you do bring in the one, uh, there's a there's a real hunt for a two. Uh, there'd be a great fight for four. I'd I'd, I'd be excited for that. But uh, you need to bring in that dude. And if you're the Cardinals, and with what the Central's doing, like if the Brewers are cl- cleaning out their closet, Eminem, um, <laughs> and we the Cubs want to be players, but they still have currently lost Belly and Stroman. <laughs> like you know, Otani's no lock, and even if he is, does that make the Cubs a World Series team? So I I think these Cardinals are are seeing an opportunity, uh, and if you're a fan of theirs, you have to be excited that the off season has has moved. Yes, they're doing something, but there's that there's that human nature of people to be like, okay, we're going to go get three starters and you dream big, 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 just like that tweet you read by Enos. And then two of the three starts get filled and you're like, those aren't right. Part of the big dream. So what's okay. Uh, but they got them. And it's also should just be noted because it's an oddity that Gibson and Lynn have shared rotation three times now yeah. they were in minnesota together they both went to the rangers at the same time right with kluber or gibby might have already been there i think it was the same time 
I think they got there the same year. Either way, overlapped. Uh, when the Rangers were first trying to like do a big, big-ish splash, and they got the three of them, and that didn't work out, and now they're together again uh, in St. Louis. And the other uh, quote, and then we'll, I'll get off this, that I liked, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'll just paraphrase it, was Mo from the Cardinals, Mosaliak, whatever his name is. He said, these were easy because it's two guys that we were interested in and they were interested in us. Mm. So we pulled the trigger fast. There's other guys we're sort of interested in or less interested and they're less interested in, but the mutual interest made this better. And both these guys are Missouri guys. I think Gibby and Lynn are from Missouri or I think uh, Gibson is, you know, or he went to college there. Don't want Lance Lynn to call us out. I believe he lives in Southern Illinois. Which is that's basically Missouri. Basically, I used to go down there for state cheer competitions when my sister was performing. Kyle Gibson reeks of St. Louis. Trev Trev and I said that instantly two episodes ago. Uh, Lance looks like went to high school Indiana, um, but obviously came up in the Cardinals system. Gibby University of Missouri. Wow. Um, Yeah. And yeah. So as a Cardinals fan, you can buy into that. Those guys want to be there. They want to be part of the rebuilding process, and. They'll give you innings and hopefully results, and you you just need to get an A still. Well, the other goof there, uh, it was me and BBD's first reaction, is like Michael Waka is the final infinity stone here. Yeah. He's a free agent, former St. Louis Cardinal. That that would be your Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, but they need someone that's signing. a five-year deal or like a three- or four-year deal. See, that's where I actually differ a little, and I, I'll segue it into trades because I'm starting to see them as one of the trade teams because with these one-year contracts – with the options, like I feel, I don't know. I, I guess you could go either way with it. I think they, I mean, they definitely have players to trade and get a pitcher in return. Right. We've been dreaming up a that ins- Brennan Donovan trade. That if they don't really know, like, you know, they just retooled their front office. Do you do you have a one or two year plan as you retool it into but, whatever the next version of the St. Louis Cardinals look like? Or do you okay, want, so the, do you but want the to trade, overpay maybe a Blake Snell and then you have him for six years and then that kind of lingers? I don't know. The trade should be for a pitcher with years of control. You need someone that's – you still – you don't want to just do this in, in a year or two again. When there's a decent high-end starting pitching If it's that right or now. compromise your future, I don't know. That's the great game of yeah. being a GM. And speaking yeah. – of the great game. Go get yourself a blue moon. The holidays are here. Uh, God, maybe crack a couple in the loo. Celebrate your new pitchers. I bet Lance Lynn. I bet Gibby can have a couple blue moons in that Willy Wonk outfit. Sexy. The white Belgian style wheat ale is made brighter, especially for the holidays. And they've got some options. They're light sky uh, with real tangerine peel taste in there. Had those floating around during the playoff season. The Moon Haze, if you like that juicy burst of flavor, you now have options with Blue Moon, and you have even more options to get it delivered. So go check out get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Delivery options there. That's get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Co. Golden, Colorado. Click the link in the description. Enjoy a couple over the long holiday weekend. I may. You never know. You may. We got a great list of players that are rumored to be traded 
And there's some players on this list that writers have kind of said, like, they will be traded. Uh, someone, some writer just came out and said, like, you know, Glass now will be traded uh, this season. And there was another one. Oh, there was someone else I just saw where they were like, no, this guy's going to be traded. I forget who it was. Um, But Glass now is an interesting one. Because he's a very good pitcher when he's healthy and very high-end uh, stuff. Like, he can probably even get better than we've ever seen him just because his arm is so electric. I love Glass now. I, I love him. Personality and pitching. Um, and, yeah, he was kind of doing coming off of Tommy John uh, that he, you know, 120 innings in a year after Tommy John, three five three with a, a lower FIP than that. That's that's one of your better Tommy John efforts. Uh, that he's he's primed for this year. They gave him that the the one year bonus deal, knowing it would set up for this position. And uh, yeah, him him and Burns are kind of the f- one year prizes. Uh, I think Bieber too, actually. But yeah, I those are those are guys. With their best season, they could compete for a Cy Young. Yeah, it's true, and you're gonna get. And the price isn't gonna be that high because it is just one year, <clears throat> and 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 they're offering. You know what I mean? Like, I think the Rays and the Guardians have somewhat played their hand too hard in the last couple of years, where it's like, no, you want out of this contract. You don't want to pay them, so. The other teams don't have to go like, hey, is, is Glass now available? We'd love to get Glass now. You want this? And the Rays can be like all coy and be like, man, no, we might stick around. It's like, no, you're probably going to trade this guy. You don't want to pay that. Own up. Be honest. Mm-hmm. I'd go get Glass now. I don't know what the price is going to be. Scary trading with the Rays. Sometimes I feel like he's going to go to the Dodgers, like a smart team that like, has similar brain to the Rays. So the Dodgers and Rays trade a lot recently. I don't know. But uh, there's the Charlie Morton. Uh, or did Charlie Morton just leave a couple years back and you had that one? Um, yeah. Glass now. The the teams that are going to come up that are looking for ones. I, there's not going to be an argument against them. Um, I, I guess if you're one of the teams that really needs innings, he, he doesn't have a a few of those Aaron Nola years uh, in the book. Um, you know, 120, actually sneaky career high for him last year. So I, I know. So you're not going to trade him like the Cardinals aren't going to be able to trade him. Be like, he's our steady one ace because the innings just aren't as reliable there. So it is almost like I feel like Glass now is going to be a, a glutton trade for a good team that has they're in a good spot. They're in a window and they have some prospects they can dump. And he's like, ah, uh, oh, shit. He's there now too. It's a team that for you have him for one year. He is going to test free agency because if he pitches well this year, he's a guy that's going to be looking at crazy money. Cause that's how, how talented he is when he is pitching that you're right. It's going to be a team that is looking at almost a lock for postseason contention. So I, I think that's why we keep stumbling into the Braves, although I, I know their rumors, I don't want to say have been lesser. Sonny Gray was really good last year, but there's been a ton of Sonny Gray rumors. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, it, you could you could see that factoring in. I wonder, Jim, when you said the word glutton, 
You know what team jumped to mind? Astros? The Phillies. Oh. Uh, you know, they said yeah. they're still in for one more pitcher. Like, it's only one year of glass now, and what, what prospect capital would you have to give up to those Rays? We know they're uh, fine with spending. It's uh, That's... That's a that's a cluttonous move. So, uh, I don't know. I I think for for what you said, and I think we we slightly slightly disagreed with the uh, Tyler Glass now can be on any team. He's a stud major league pitcher. So I I think there I like the gluttonous side to it. But any front office can talk themselves into this guy. Yeah, it's just it's just you're gonna get bit. If he does not pitch a lot of innings, 100 innings, where, like, if you are a team that has a lot of pitching already, you'd be like, well, it's not going to hurt us that bad. I have a very interesting one that I don't, I haven't fully thought this out, but a team that loves making trades that has an awesome rotation. The Mariners. Like, what if they just added it? That's where I was saying gluttonous. Not even like a, doesn't have to be like a good team, but a good rotation. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. They don't have, I don't. They don't have that much prospect capital, but their prospect capital probably is high A dudes. That they're like, oh, he's far away anyway. And the, and the Rays are like, yeah, guy's actually going to be an all star for us in four years. Give us Cole Young. Mm. And the the Mariners have at least they're also on this sheet like a few like MLB pitchers that have like all their service time left that I'm sure Rays wouldn't be against bringing in. I'm sure, they like one of them. Yeah, yeah again, I don't know how likely I'm not like gonna bet on that one, but no, it, that's fair. It's interesting. It's interesting. I know the the Mariners have some starting pitching depth, so I I don't you know Brian Wu is a, a trade rumor guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, but that's what I was saying is like, hey, if you're the Mariners and you get Glass now, and it's a one year deal, and you don't make the playoffs, or the rest of your starting pitching is awesome, now you got a deadline piece. But don't you think Some, don't you think that's a little against their like fifty four percent philosophy or whatever we heard that like yeah yeah you know to, I just thought of a team that has that yeah. isn't that isn't automatic winning the division but has good rotation they, they were the first team that came to mind I mean the the perfect bad fit out west would be the Angels them saying Glasnow is going to have their Cy Young year with them that's their that that's would be their the perfect bad move. fit yeah and then they trade him at the deadline he would love being in Toronto for a year. Just think like so. as a sightseer, yeah, I think last time I would enjoy the city, not 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 necessarily baseball, like the city and being, you know, getting to live in Canada. He's a, you know, he's yeah. a vagabond in a way. Yeah, I know. I I feel like he's already seen Toronto, so that wouldn't excite him. You know, all the trips. But he always got a flat there. You know, have the money in his pocket. He likes flats. You're gonna feel cultured. Okay. Corbin Burns is Corbin Burns is interesting because I don't know what the Brewers want back. And um, I think they're going to want a ton back. Is you know, are they guaranteed like the Guardians and the Rays to trade a dude at this point in arbitration? Have have they ever hung on like the Guardians and the Rays? It's almost like hey, they're going to trade him before he just goes to free agency. They have a very strong track record of this. But do the Brewers? Is he? Is it all foreseen that he's getting traded? I think we're about to find out. I, I think this is Woodruff forced their hand, which which was tough. Uh, and everyone kind of thought this was coming with Milwaukee. I, I guess I'm trying to think. I mean, Braun, they locked up as their first superstar. Yelly, they locked up as their second superstar. 
Um, I, I don't know if it's as much like they're a lock to move guys at this point in their service time as much as like just all signs point to this being a natural reset point, new new management. They lose Woodruff straight up. Burns will it, will he leave for not for nothing in return for them after the season qualifying offer all that. Like is it they're they're at a natural reset point if that's what they want to do. Yeah, I just feel like they have so many, you know, Burns, Hauser, Willie Adamas, all free agents at the end of this 2024 season that I I more think the Brewers are going to go for it and then have a big deadline if they need to have a big deadline. I think they're open to offers. I I I think with one year of Corbin Burns, 15 mil, so $10 million cheaper than Glass now. Uh, with you know has a Cy Young in the bag, has uh, a lot of a lot more uh, good major league innings under his belt. That if the right offer is there, uh, the Brewers operate differently. They are uh, you know if we were making buckets of teams, I don't know Brewers, Diamondbacks, um, I don't, the Rays if they were willing to spend just a little bit of money. Like uh, I don't know, like they. What Milwaukee is going to go into next season thinking they're winning the NL Central. And I think that could be without or with Corbin Burns. Like, if if they do a trade, there will be an MLB impactful piece in that trade if Corbin Burns is heading out. Interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, if If I'm them... Keep them. And then if you have a bad season, then you have a lot. And then you can do this. You can trade Willie Domus. You can trade Hauser. You can trade Burns. You can trade Devin Williams. And you'll get deadline packages for him. But if you are want to win the division, and and I understand what you're saying, that they can, you think they have the confidence in themselves, and they're like smarts to be like, we can still do it without them. I would just keep them. Yeah, I I think they they will flush out all options. Their their lineup is so young now. It's so so young and we you know, we waited for them for years to either make the Justin Turner move or that move. Like I don't think any of us think that is coming, especially after the council like letting him walk decision. So, I don't know. I I I like the way you're phrasing it because uh, I it has been a little bit like, well, you know, Burns will be traded. Uh, I think Milwaukee's going to feel it out, and they're going to do what's best for the Milwaukee Brewers over a three-year period, and that might not be trading Corbin Burns' offseason, but it also could. Yeah. But that that brings me to the Guardians, Mm. where it's more likely that they will trade Bieber. They have a track record of trading guys before they get to this part of their career. And... They also like are fun to trade with because they're not like the Rays where they're going to scour your high A or or double A and and make sure they really like uh, hurt you in five years and go get a Randy Rosarena or a, I don't know, Glass now, other players that this has happened a ton with. And they kind of just want MLB-ready talent just to keep status quo going. And have they ever won a trade besides Class A? Mm. 
Um, I think there's an argument about Lindor. Like they didn't pay Lindor three hundred million, and Jimenez has been really good, and they they got some other assets um, there. But I mean, for what those assets were when they acquired them, they def- they max out their value. It's on two. It's Lindor different pieces. conversations because they were never going to pay Lindor money. So for a situation like that, they did pretty well. Yeah, but I'm saying like they're not scary to trade with. Sometimes you give them, you the know, Josh- hedges and nailer. What was the Josh Noah. Naylor trade? Clev? Clev? Or or um, Bauer? What was that? That was Clevenger. Yeah, I mean, Clevenger for um, Naylor, Arias, who I think is about to be a starting infielder for them, Hedges, Owen Miller, and Quantrill. So, yeah, I mean, they operate differently. I probably should have mentioned the Guardians before as well. Um, and so it's just Bieber's last year, right? Bieber's last year. Yeah. And he got hurt at like the, towards the end of this year. Like I'm, I feel like they could definitely be in a position where like they don't want to wait this out to the deadline where, and he gets hurt again and they can't flip him. Right. There was the, there was this scare this year. There was a scare. He got Tommy John and then he, he didn't need it. He came back for two starts, which very melt. Very much felt like the Guardians being like, hey, this Shane Bieber's fine. Come get him. Uh, so he will be traded, which it feels like that hasn't been discussed enough. They traded Yandy Diaz. Yeah. Rays. Yeah. Hmm. Traded Yonder Alonso. Hot. There's an athletic article just reviewing all the Guardians trades, and it's way more than I was even thinking of. But, like, the Bauer trade... Fran Mill came over. Yeah, he was a big prospect at the time. Yeah. Had had the at least one like good year for him. Kluber for Clause is the big one. Clause has been great. Kluber did not work out over there. So but mostly you just give them like 40 man pieces. Yeah, they want they they kind of have remember the Garrett Cole trade with Pittsburgh, but I guess they've been a successful Pittsburgh. They want like, you know, if they have enough one war guys, that that's how they can Assemble a roster around Jose Ramirez. Basically, they're looking for average bodies, not they. They studs. like they tend to want some like quantity, quality, quantity over quality in their yeah. trades. And, and I, I think they feel there's like they teams that will say, "Sure, we'll give you Bieber for that guy." We don't project him being anything more than just like an MLB average player for three seasons. And Guardians are like, "That's what we want." Yeah. So they're sometimes very fun to trade with. Because, like, okay, that's all you need? Cool. Rays were asking us for fucking our best unsung heroes. Hmm. Any other pitchers that really stand out? I mean, the Blue Jays are saying they want to trade Alec Manoa, who has four years of control remaining, lowest value you could possibly be at, and rumors that him and the Blue Jays are, like, not on speaking terms and, like, disgruntled. So, yeah, of course you would be open to trading him. Yeah, it's uh, trades are trades, drafts, everything's about value, and the the value proposition there is just ridiculous. I mean, Al- Alec Manoa goes out and has a good April, and he's back to being a you know potential high end starting pitcher for three three plus years. If you're trading him now, it's like that's what is his value? He's a minor league pitcher, so that that didn't make any sense when that came out. Um, I, I think Just the other, different. the other piece was cease that, yeah. um, he has, he has two years. So that's where 
Um, I don't know. if Does he feel like a Cardinal? A little bit, potentially. Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. And that's their strikeout guy, right? They were looking for innings. They got two meaty innings guys, and then they go and get the strikeout guy. Do the White Sox want what the Cardinals have to offer? Because the Cardinals have a lot of MLB-ready guys, positionally bats, and the White Sox are kind of saying, we're dumping everything. White Sox don't I don't know, know the Cardinals' want. farm system. What? White Sox don't know what they want. It's true. That's true. Cease is the other guy. Burns, Glass, now Cease, Bieber, that impact arms that might get traded. Do you do you think it's kind of team by team for those guys need wise? Like I, I'm not saying like rank them because it depends on what you're trading and that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm in an ice cream flavor world. What are your preferences here? I think it depends what you already have in your rotation for sure. Like if you need a one, right? I would choose Burns over Glass now. But if you love your one-two and you think Glass now can come in and just compete and you have a top three, that's awesome when he's there. But if he if he doesn't deliver, it's not going to kill the front of your rotation. I would go with Glass now. So like if I'm the Yankees, I'd I'd be interested in Glass now at a lesser value than Burns. But it depends on what they're requiring you to give up. So they're very interesting. Um. Yeah, Glass sounds Burns, like it could be Burns like is a Death pitch. Star move. And... Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and then Bieber's in- interesting, too, because actually I don't know what his numbers are the last couple of years, but I I remember feeling like he he wasn't. You always think it's worse right. than it is with Bieber. I, I, I don't know what that is. Me but... or... No, I, I'm I'm with you. Like last year Bieber was really good and he didn't feel like that. He was thirty one starts at two eight eight. Um so I, I, I don't know. I, I do I do think there's a little bit of Yankee fan bad sampling with Bieber. Oh, he got injured. So he only he got injured after he yeah. only pitched two games in the back half of the season. So maybe that hurts this a little year, bit yes. or that lessens. Um I don't know where he's at. I don't know what that injury was. But yeah. It seemed like he was trending down from where he was when he was winning the Cy Youngs and being like unstoppable, but he got hurt. And I just think I haven't seen him a lot. Yeah. Uh, all right. What where do you, do you want to go to rentals next? Or you want to go by position? We have it listed by position. I would skip relief pitchers for now. Cause that market is so big and vast. It's a big invest market. Go get yourself. I, yeah, I don't even think those guys are moving. Yeah. There's any given reliever can be moved in the right. Yeah, I, I think it's got to be a combo, Jim. I, I think that's the only way to really chew through it. Combo of what? Catcher? Like like position and rentals. Because, you know, catcher, there's, there's really nothing sexy. Uh, Elias Diaz, all-star game MVP. Uh, I don't see any of these catchers being traded as anything more than a throw into a bigger trade. Like yeah. C- Christian Vasquez on this We're list, like he he would. I think you'd have to tag a prospect to him to get off him at this point. He negative yeah. WAR and he's got two years twenty remaining. So if I I guess the overlying statement, if you're looking for a catcher, um, 
the solution's probably not out there like it is almost oh, every year. I have an interesting way to do a category here that's not position uh, or need, just kind of a question I asked pre-show that I'll throw your way and the viewer's way, sure. which we can. Uh, this question can be brought to you by DraftKings. Sure could, Jim. Um, you got it over there? No. Uh, DraftKings, how about it? Uh, they're talking about being thankful. Family, friends, food, and the NFL football all week long. You can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALKIN. New customers can bet five on NFL Thanksgiving action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. With code talk and the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. My question, which is brought to you by DraftKings, thank you, is... We have the two Mets on this list here. And I know that per Scherzer's conversation with Cohen, 2025 is the new year that they're tackling. So they might shed some people that aren't uh, contractually uh, attached to the 2025 season. So we have Marte and Alonzo on this list. They also, they have some other people. They have, uh, you know, Quintana, if someone wanted him, Smith, um, do you think the Mets are going to move these pieces? Do you think they're they're really available? Uh, corny line, I'd say everything's on the table. Not corny line. Um, I mean, Alonzo's really the guy with a lot of juice there. Like Marte, at right now would be a dump. He's a he's a thirty five year old with two years, 19 and a half per on his contract. And he had a he had a bad year last year. So uh, I I still, my honest answer with the Mets is I have no idea. I, I think I never bought into the, because for them to say they're punting on 2024, I, I, I just, I have to see it to believe it. And maybe they will. And hey, the with the Braves and Phillies where they are, it's not crazy. Like, I get it. Uh but I just I don't know I don't know I, um, I, Alonzo is tough for me, like he he feels like such a med and he's such a lock to just mash and and be a power hitter, um. I I honestly don't know. The only thing I will say, uh, I wish I said it the other day when we were talking Brandon Woodruff because I landed on a. You know, this should be a big market team taking advantage of a guy having lesser value for one year. If the Mets are fully 2025, Brandon Woodruff should be a New York Met. That's the only thing I've got. That's true. And I don't know if it's punting, but more retooling. Like, you know, hey, if we're in it, that's great, but we're not going to make, we're not going to, um, we're not, we're not trading for rentals at the deadline last year. And we're not, they're not in the market for rentals right now. Like they want more long term people, but, I can't imagine them moving Alonzo. Um, 
Marte had an injury last year, I think groin injury that he was like trying to play through, which led to uh, a bad half season. I'd be interested in those two guys if they're available, especially Alonzo, if you need it. If you have the lineup availability, DH or first base. Yeah, but to trade Marte right now, do you, even if they paid a majority of his contract, I don't, I don't think anyone would really pay for that. Well, I've, be a bio if you believe situation. if you believe last year's results were due to playing through an injury, his year before that was really good, and he's very versatile player. Yeah, I, I guess if you're the Mets, I don't see the point at this point trading away Marte in the off season, eating a bunch of his contract to maybe get a Met prospect. Like at this point, wouldn't you just bring have back to Marte, like someone? Let him have to play like someone hope internally. He, hope he builds his value back up. Yeah, or they have to like someone internally that they want to give run. To, to see what he's got just open up yeah. the spot for you know i don't know who, what their depth is but yeah i i can't really see those the mets moving those pieces yeah, yeah. Marte would be i guess if you're the receiving team and you're getting the mets to pay just about all of it so you get them for free you're probably comfortable with that as your fourth outfielder if that's where your team's at and if you're the mets you'd be buying a prospect but they can let him start this season, prove he's still like pretty good, and do that at the deadline because he's got some time on that deal. So definitely not a must trade. Uh, yeah, Mets. first base is light. If you take Alonzo off, you have Ty France. He's got two years of control. I don't know if Seattle's really doing that. I don't. I don't know what Seattle's doing this offseason. Haven't thought about it much. Seattle fans, let me know. You know more than me. Um, second base is also. No, second, second's kind of the spot, man. Glaber Torres is available from the Yankees. That's a one-year rental. Jonathan India, three years of Yeah, him. Red Sox rumored to be talking about that. His hair, it makes sense. Uh, Jorge Polanco, uh, he, he has one year with the team option. He's always in trade rumors. Brandon Drury makes the second baseman list as also an infielder list. Uh, this is a position that I... Especially compared to others, there's there's options here that I think are going to be moved this offseason. What what's interesting to me about this group of guys too is like all the teams that currently have those guys don't feel like they like have to move them. So it's like it would be like I think some of them will be, but like it would be real trades, you know. Well, that's that's where I think uh, you could tell me none of these five guys we have on the list here, Hassan Kim, Glaber Torres, Jonathan India, Polanco, Drury. You could tell me none of them get traded. Or you could tell me three of them get traded. And I think um, All on the both table. are equal. I actually lean more towards zero. I'd, I'd probably put the highest bet on uh, uh, one of them. And then the second bet would be two of them. And then the third would be zero. The DraftKings odds. Yeah. Yeah, Hassan Kim doesn't make any sense to me. Like, they need to shed money, and he was their best player last year. And he's not expensive. He wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be shedding a like, crazy difference-making amount of money. We've been swimming in Glaber rumors. Jonathan India, I think they want it to happen this year and, and pretty much will happen this offseason. He's the one. India's, India's the guy. Um, yeah, that's what I agree with. Like, if makes sense. They got... Other players, he already was getting moved around a little, or they're talking about it at this trade deadline in a way. And they're going to get offers. So, like Biebs is saying, you're going to get a return here. It's going to be a fun one to like dissect. So, I agree. India's my favorite there. Glaber, 
coin flip, no idea, but I actually really think no, but it's been been out there. And Drury, I guess, I don't know. 803 OPS from Drury last year. Killer. Killer? Third base. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. And shortstop, you have Willie Adamas. uh, And that's kind of the Brewers question. Like, if they trade Burns, then they're going to get calls on Adamas. And if they find value they like, they'll they'll do it. Um, He likes sitting in Milwaukee. Jorge Mateo. From Baltimore, I feel like they're going to keep him. He's cheap shortstop that has pretty high upside. He's just really good insurance, um, and he can run the base as well. I I think for another year they probably keep him on the roster. Adamus Brewers question value not extremely high. He had kind of a bizarre year last year. Uh, if if they start unloading, I I would say yeah, absolutely, but. Don't know their plan. All right, so if you go to the corner outfield market, mm. you have two guys that have been guaranteed to be moved before the offseason ends, and Verdugo is the other one I was searching for at the top of the show that was recent where we had a reporter come out and say, like, he's getting traded. Uh, I forget who's, who said that, but it was their opinion. And then we also had um, all the reporters said about Soto. So those are the two corner outfielders on this list that have one year left on their deal that reporters are being like, these guys are getting moved. The other on this list is uh, Anthony Santander for Baltimore. Again, I think he's a real big figure in what they're doing over there. And if they want to keep, keep things going, like I don't see them moving him. I see them kind of like adding smartly, not removing from the MLB roster. Um, And we also have, Nick Castellanos on the Phillies listed, who was rumored, and then I feel like they unrumored it. They came out and said no, and then it came out and said no, nah, but maybe. I, I don't – it's been a lot, but I, I don't know why they'd trade him. Never really added up to me. I, I mean, again, I'm always open to a Dombrowski master plan, so if, if something happens, great. Uh, Soto, I mean, Soto's the guy. He's been the guy uh, from the deadline a couple couple years ago. Uh, he's Juan Soto. He's one of the best young hitters in MLB history. Uh, I do think he will be traded. Um, I, I think the Padres have a, a salary situation and a roster and depth situation that uh, needs to be addressed, and Juan Soto's the easiest path to doing that. There are some other outs, Padres fans. I know, I know you guys have looked at every option, but Juan Soto should be traded this offseason. Santander makes no sense. Uh, he has one year left on his deal. Go look at his numbers the past couple years. As solid and consistent as you'll get. A switch hitter um, in the middle of that lineup for, for what Baltimore is doing to move him now when he has one year left on his deal. And, and what's, what's your worst-case scenario? Like, if he's good again, you give him the qualifying offer and you know you, you end up getting a draft pick and you're the Orioles and that's how you operate? Like... I that makes no sense to me. Cassianos makes no sense. Verdugo does. Um, you know, I, I've said on here, and I think talking Yanks a couple times. If if the Yankees and the Red Sox weren't the Yankees and the Red Sox, I think the Glaber Verdugo trade would have happened by now. Uh, they need a second baseman. Yankees need a lefty corner outfielder. Uh, 
Verdugo and Boston, they've kind of rubbed each other the wrong way a, a little bit, and it felt like that relationship could be coming to the end. But the other beautiful thing about Boston is sometimes like those relationships happen, and I could see Alex Verdugo having a massive year and him being like the, the heart and soul of the Red Sox next year. Like That's kind of a Boston storyline. So um, Kepler's been on every trade rumor the past decade. Um, Manny Margot, not into it. Tyler O'Neill, will St. Louis ever trade depth? Yeah, depends what they if they land an ace or not. Center fielders again: St. Louis, Dylan Carson is Carlson is there, and Trent Grisham, um, which doesn't make sense to me because he's really cheap, and the Padres are they'd have to trade him and replace him with someone making less money. Right now, it feels like it's made less sense than before, but they've been, like, rumored to be open to moving him for a couple years. So it's just, is this the time they're going to finally do it? It feels less likely now than, say, a year ago. But uh, And then the other, Eloy Jimenez on the White Sox. I don't, I don't think people are... I mean, the White Sox have to probably eat some of that. All right, it's just a one-year deal, but there's a club option, but the club option isn't enticing. Yeah, I mean, he would, it's 13 mil for next year, which Eloy, uh, 758 OPS, 18 homers last year. He's ha- had an injury history. If a Eloy, 0.3 war. If an Eloy Jimenez trade broke, White Sox fans would be really sad because uh, there really wouldn't be a return coming in. Um, no. Like, I, they might even, like, whatever, wherever Cease goes, they might tuck Eloy in there, so everyone's like, ooh, okay, so they're getting this, this, and this back. The return's basically for Cease, uh, but Eloy's in it too. I still like Eloy for one year. Like, I would make that $13 million bet if I was a team that had a DH spot open. Like, he's a guy that knows how to DH. If he has his healthy year, I'm telling you, 40 homers are coming. Uh, and then if he does that, you probably pick up that 16-5. There's a team that probably sees Eloy as, like, a dream signing, uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he gets tucked into like the C steel or something like that. Yeah, I mean, 104 OPS plus, uh, the slugging was down last year, but usually you see a club option. It's like, ooh, and it's very sexy. This one, he would have to really make sexy, which doesn't hurt. You don't have to pick up a club option, but usually it's a perk when trading for a guy and like they have a cheap club option. You would need the DH spot available. You would need to be fine with clogging the DH spot when he's healthy. And you would be banking on upside. Yeah, I wonder. But I like what you're saying of just including him in the cease trade. And then, it, you know, the the value for value gets muddied up. Feels like a big money team move again. And I, I know I've been saying that too much, and maybe that's too obvious. But if if you're a team that can afford to take a one-year $13 million bet on Eloy, his, his past 204 games, the past two seasons... A 797 OPS, like a, a 119 OPS plus that I I don't know. I, I believe in his baseball ability and, you know, maybe if he has a tough year next year, he'll be, he'll go on a list of guys I could never quit. Um, but I I don't know. I, I think for one year, I'm also all in on, <laughs> actually White Sox fans don't cover your in. I'm kind of in on wiping off the White Sox stink off a few guys. Literally the clubhouse talked about, how bad mm-hmm. it was openly, 
So, like, yeah, let's give Eloy's a fresh start. Let's give Yon Moncada a fresh start. He wasn't on our third baseman list. I think that's a guy that could be moved. Anyone that had the White Sox stink of the past couple years, I'll buy just a little bit of stock because that was literally a toxic situation. What's a team that needs a pitching and a DH? Right now, Dodgers fit that bill. But if they don't land Otani, I think they're going to go get JD and bring him back for the DH spot. Is there another team out there? I mean, there's got to be that has money, like you're saying, like the one of the big boy teams. Um, I'll give you a weird one, and I'm too close to the situation. The Arizona Diamondbacks, um, mm, like they would like Cease. That's uh, you know, they've been looking for that other pitcher to add, and you kind of take it, take the bet on on Eloy. That's kind of what they did. Cease uh, and with, Brent Strom, Guriel. I mean, Cease and Strom couldn't hold a combo, but it'd be nice. Um, um. I have Eloy oh. and Strom hanging out, actually. Oh, no way. They don't even know they're on the same team. I have, e- I have <laughs> Eloy secretly, like, 75 years old at heart. Okay, I like that. And that's where Strom's at. That's a young version of himself. We are... That's it. That's kind of uh, through. So... So what did, you, what did you... What did you... What did you learn? I learned that the... The, the top tradable starting pitchers that uh, can have an impact... Uh, especially the three rentals in Burns, Glass now, and um, Bieber are are a very interesting conversation because I think it it comes down to what does your rotation need and what do the Rays, Brewers, and Guardians want in return? And I think if you value those three, it's very similar, adding them to your rotation, I think those three teams are asking for three different packages in returns like they might not have any overlap in the venn diagram of what the brewers want back from your farm system what the what the guardians want back from your 40 man and farm system and what the rays want back from your farm system i just i would love transparency to be like this is what we got offered by the three you know by teams if if, say the phillies went and they uh or the Cardinals went and they they told all they told all three teams, hey, tell us what you want back. Give us uh and I would be so interested to see what the Rays ask for, what the Brewers ask for, what the Guardians ask for, because I think it's three completely separate packages. GM for a day. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guess team has what they want. I, I wanna see kind of kind of what I was saying with St. Louis, but how it ties into this offseason. With the rest of the free agent starting pitchers that we we've kind of talked about with <laughs> It's not really a A, B, C, D thing. It's kind of like you like this. It's kind of what you're saying with the trade market, too. I think it's going to be funny after the whole offseason to see, okay, so you could have signed this free agent for that amount, but instead you traded for one year of that guy and you gave up that, or vice versa. So I, I think the table's been set there that, um, I don't know, if you need pitching, you can have a really nice offseason. It's true. It's you. And it starts with getting Gibby and Lynn. Yamamoto's 15 teams have reached out to him, so boom. Wow. Bang. Bang. Spencer Turnbull argued and, and won a court case. Okay. And a Korean pitcher named Woo Suck Go has been posted. Jake sucks. Sounds like Jake in the bedroom. Woo Suck Go? It's a relief pitcher named Wu Suck Go. Top English translation. 
Congrats to Zach Britton. Great career. The Gibby of relief pitchers, but had a really, really, really ace seasons.